0: QOL, how are we doing? It is Tuesday, and it is what we are theming for the day, Intellectual Wellness Tuesday. Yes, 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 Uh we are stoked to actually bring it back to... Based pretty much the introduction to intellectual wellness, I checked all the other previous Intellectual Wellness Tuesday podcasts, and we never really, it's, we, we assumed that you guys knew what intellectual wellness was. And so, like me, trying to think of different ways to do the same thing, we're going to go back and we're going to introduce it for real real and go through our UC Davis website that we also love to reference because it's very informative. And it's also kind of important to to set the tone, set a foundation that everyone can pull from in the future. So yeah, here we go. And I am going to put the description of the or not the description. I'm going to put a link in the description to this link. That way you guys can look at it later. Or even look at it while we're doing this podcast. And you'll be able to read along. Woo-hoo. But uh, once again, yeah. It's the student health and counseling service page of the UC Davis website. So just in case you need to know. Yeah. I like their little. Their little graphic here with the the words and stuff. Woohoo. But uh, yeah, let's jump right in. Definition of intellectual wellness. Intellectual wellness encourages us to engage in creative and mentally stimulating activities. These activities should expand your knowledge and skills while allowing you to share your knowledge and skills with others. Intellectual wellness can be developed... Through academics, cultural involvement, community involvement and personal hobbies as intellectual wellness develops, you are able to develop personal resources that work together with the other realms of wellness in order to be in order to be achieve a more balanced life in order to
1: achieve a more balanced life. I think I found a typo. Woohoo! All right. So right off the
0: bat. I know we've said it before, but I'm going to say it again because I think it's important. But for us here at SoCalQOL and or me as well, we pull our intellectual wellness from podcasts. So essentially anywhere we are, we have a slew of podcasts that are readily available that have been downloaded to our phone automatically. Hashtag when you open them. And... It allows us to get an instantaneous knowledge base, no matter what we're doing, what where we're going, who we're with, and it's, it's super accommodating and it's also very readily available to everybody. So you basically just turn off your Wi-Fi or you turn off your cellular on your phone and then whenever you're on Wi-Fi, it'll, you know, like I said, once you open up the podcast app, it will download all the episodes so basically you just have to figure out what podcasts you want to listen to but for us as far as just intellectually up here in the mind there's just something special about you know plopping in a headphone and listening to it on your drive to work on the bus ride the train ride while you're on your walk if you're you know, you got some time to kill on your lunch break, whatever. Um, I actually do this thing where, so for the most part, I do this. So I'll have one ear in, the other ear will be just in my shirt, looking super fly. Mm. But we, or we, but I, essentially what happens is, and I'm gonna take it off now because I look weird, but
1: essentially what happens is, once I have that connection, It's super practical and simple to just
0: turn it on, turn your podcast on and be doing work, washing your dishes, doing work at at the job site, or like I said, driving, you know, while you're driving, you only need one ear in, or you only should have one ear in. And then what happens too, even if I like stop the car or I stop what I'm doing, or I'm, you know, I travel, I I move to a different area of the, the building, I'm still listening you know, if I get out of my car to pump some gas, I'm still listening. And that's something too, that I think is very important with something like listening to podcasts. If you're going to listen to podcasts, I think you should do it a lot. And I think you should do it to fill in the space that you would normally, you know, turn off your car. And let's say you didn't have your music on anymore. You didn't have the audio. That's That's a couple minutes of time that you could be listening. You could be you could be productive while listening to your podcast. So the worst case scenario is you just just don't have enough podcasts listened to. And that's an easy solve because we're here to help you do that. We'll put a whole bunch of podcasts down below. That way you can just click all the ones that we have. But there's going to be times, too, where you're going to you're going to essentially take off the you know certain shows or ad shows and it'll go in and out or maybe you forget about a show and because you didn't listen to it for however many months it stops uploading Uh, at least it does that on the computer but on your phone it might be different so anyways long story short is I think as far as intellectual wellness goes the more you can uh, capitalize on those moments of wasted time I think it's important and with podcasts and just keeping one year in all day boom, I can still hear around me, I can still talk to people and whatever, but I'm still connected. And if I really have to, I can just turn it right off. And then once I'm done doing whatever I need to do, turn it right back on and go on my merry way. And you would think that it might be really hard to like listen and engage mentally, while doing whatever else you do every day. But it's really not. Uh, you know, there's times where I just kind of zone out, but it's it's also depending on the subject matter or who's speaking or, you know, if it's a guest that I'm not used to listening to and I'm not engaged with mentally. But overall, it's just a super practical way to get that intellectual wellness. And it's kind of like the first step, I think, because then once you get engaged mentally, then there's going to be things where so I'll take a podcast thought something that I thought was important or exciting. And a lot of times I'll think of people while I'm listening to it, I'll save it on my phone or screenshot it or whatever. I'll even, sometimes I'll even post it online, but also I'll wait till I see that person and be like, oh yeah, I wanted to talk to you about this. You know, how do you feel about so-and-so or this industry or that subject matter? And I can t- I can discuss it with someone. So inevitably it could be on a podcast. It could be in an interview. It could be the subject matter of like the monologue style thing we do here on the podcast for our own wellness. But overall, it's it allows me to uh, interface with people. Um it says academics, cultural involvement, community involvement, and personal hobbies. So there's another thing, too, is there might be an idea, something that you hear on your podcast, and you're like, wow, I'd really like to actually uh, do that thing and turn it into a hobby that you can do consistently. So that's kind of, for me, the the, the goal, the, the process and the journey is you start by listening. You then st- continue on by conversing with others, and then you then take it a step further and either do it in a group setting or make it a hobby. So, ba-bam. But really the question you need to ask is, why is intellectual wellness important? Let's talk about it. Okay, intellectual wellness encourages learning. It is important to explore new ideas and understandings in order to become more mindful and better rounded. Having an optimal level of intellectual wellness inspires exploration. Intellectual wellness also stimulates curiosity. Curiosity is important because it motivates you to try new things and develop an understanding of how you see the relationship between yourself, others, and the environment. Ba-boom. I, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think if, if you, if you are a person that, if you're a person that is, is curious or you're a person that is wanting to be curious I think the best way is to invest in your intellectual wellness because eventually you are going to get kind of stale with with just things to think about things to pursue new industries to take advantage of or to start a career in and the only way to get out of that you know especially if you're not going to school and getting new ideas that way is is to hear things You know, maybe it's it's maybe it's going on YouTube, maybe it's following a certain handle on Instagram and you see that feed and and it gives you those ideas that you need Uh, or even we talked about it on our spiritual wellness day this week about something like quote actions, quote actions.com or get quote actions.com. Just the thing that it, it motivates you, encourages you, but also gives you an action with a quote. So some type of inspirational quote or uh, an insightful quote, something that kind of just kind of flips your head around and goes, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. And then it gives you a th- something to do with that. So almost like taking the intellectual side, coupling it with the action and the, you know, what could be a hobby or a community uh uh, involvement type of thing, group setting, converse, conversing with others, blah blah blah. So, so yeah, there's different ways to to get into it, obviously, like we've just talked about. But I think knowing that it's important and knowing that it's something that you should incorporate into your life, hashtag 365 experiment, is is the first kind of the first step.
1: So once you figure out the why. Then we can figure out the route. Route to intellectual wellness. In order to begin
0: the route to intellectual wellness, you must remember to be open-minded. Be open to new ideas, new cultures, new knowledge, new skills, and new environments. When you have an open mind, the world is truly yours. This allows you to explore issues relating to problem-solving uh, critical thinking learning and creativity below is a list of suggestions for you to adopt in order to enhance your intellectual wellness number one be open-minded I'm gonna go I'm gonna try to go through this a little bit a little bit more so being open-minded means one not judging a book by its cover like yesterday we just talked about ASMR which if you don't know what ASMR is pretty much it is a
1: a soft-spoken sound, binaural, binary. I can't say that word. Binary, audible experience where
0: it enhances your senses and it's it's really to relax you and make you feel calm and and if anything, put you to sleep or just kind of set the tone for the rest of the night or the beginning of the day or wherever, whenever you listen to it. But essentially you, you really need to be open-minded when you, when you, when you go into that. So maybe that's a perfect introduction to being open-minded, go on Twitch, YouTube, wherever, look up ASMR. Uh, it, it's abbreviated for a long thing that I can't remember off the top of my head. Cause I don't want to screw it up, but all in all, that will, that will give you a great indication of how open-minded you are. If you're initially like turned off, you're like, "Oh, this is a weird fetish, or this is something that like grosses me out. I mean, that's okay. It's okay to feel that way. But now, you know, okay, right off the bat, I'm not very open-minded to at least this. So, or you might listen to it and be like, Oh, like I'm uh, you know, I'm not opposed to it. But, you know, it doesn't really do anything for me. I guess I can see the merit in it, how it can help. You know, it helps people with depression. It helps people with anxiety. Uh, They even use it for just different types of of disorders or or people who have, um, you know, just trouble, trouble with with their senses, I guess. And they just need some extra help in 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 calming and, and being, you know, mentally stimulated to then hopefully, you know, help their body, but, or it could go crazy the other way. It could be like, oh my gosh, I love this. I want more of it. I'm going to subscribe and, and follow these channels and, and I'm going to pay for it. And I'm going to, you know, every time it's on, I'm going to listen to it. Like it could, you know, who knows, who knows where it'll be, but that's a great, I think, first step is, uh, for anyone, Anybody, anybody in the world, check out ASMR, and you'll find out if you are open-minded. <laughs> um, as far as us goes, we we actually aren't opposed to it, and we also and we can see the merit in it. But we also could see that people might be turned off by it. We were actually curious to know if you guys think that could be something of value for you if SoCal QOL hosted and and did something like that. So let us know. Uh, Hit us up on Twitter.
1: Okay. Uh, Second one listen. Oh, sorry. I'm like reading it like a sentence. Trying to zoom in like a weirdo. It's not working. Okay. Number two is listen. When you participate
0: in active listening, you are able to fully comprehend the information that is being given to you. So it's just a statement. Sorry. Listen. So especially with ASMR,
1: (laughs) you got to listen. No, but I think, I think, uh, man, I'm going to really challenge y'all. Hold on. Thanks, Zipfiz. Woo. I don't know if I should be having that at 8 o'clock at night while I'm podcasting, but hey, here we go. So. Let's say you're a liberal. Or you're a conservative you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, try as hard as you can to Google some subject that you know you're opposed
0: to and try to simply listen for five to 10 minutes. Just sit and listen. And you might get pissed off. You might get super aggravated and upset and uh, you know, if someone's in the room with you, your face gets beat red and you're sweating because you're just so frustrated. You're just like, ah. But hey, just listen, just listen. And obviously not everyone's going to have a, a great way to articulate whatever they're trying to say and communicate. And that's okay. But the idea is for you to listen and you just to sit back and just take in what's happening, <laughs> take in the information and and you don't have to believe what they think. But at least you spent the time trying to be a little bit more open-minded. And that also, you know, the next step to being open-minded is to listen. So, uh, bam, bam. Number three, pick up a hobby. Hobbies are great ways to increase your skill set. They can also be fun. So for me, after we got involved with Alex Honnold and Free Solo slash rock climbing, I honestly I was like wow I never I never thought that that would be something that I'd be interested in because when I was younger my best friend used to rock climb I used to go with him actually it was more like bouldering I guess but he would rock climb by himself and then like we would go to boulders I think at Joshua Tree or another place in San Diego and I would kind of spot him and I think we wore like harnesses and gloves and stuff or whatever. But the idea was just to watch and make sure none of us got hurt. And I would go and do that. Um, you know, another thing I used to do as well is I would go surfing with my friends, which really just meant I came with a board and a wetsuit. I got ready, waxed my board, paddled out, barely. And then I just sit out there and I wouldn't ride any waves because I was too much of a wuss. But inevitably, I realized that, yeah, it's just not my thing. Surfing's not my thing. Rock climbing at the time wasn't really my thing. I just, I I didn't have any upper body strength. I didn't, I didn't see the merit in, in being, having an active lifestyle. And I didn't see that as being a thing that, that I wanted to do. Now though, 20 years later, I'm super excited about it. I really want to get a, a hang board and the, the little thing that has the little notches, different sets of fingers that you can, you know, hang from. And essentially we use some of our hashtag 365 experiment things like push-ups, pull-ups, squats, planks, yoga, and just add that to our repertoire, you know, maybe do, you know, some some hangboarding in the day to just strengthen our, our hands, our wrists, our arms, and soon go out and start rock climbing, bouldering uh probably not free soloing cuz i'm i'm not like that i don't have a uh um a lack of fear of heights or anything like that but uh no one's going to be probably like alex honold so it's okay i'm not i'm not worried about it but i just think the the initial type of of connection to nature and using your body to you know be to, to be this like superhuman person to like climb up a freaking wall is insane to me And now I'm even more stoked about it, you know, as I'm just talking about it right now. So who knows, maybe I'll end up getting like a a rock climbing pass or I don't know, I don't know if it's like having a gym pass, but I'm assuming so maybe there's a gym that also has a rock climbing wall, but, uh, yeah, super stoked about that. So that's, you know, if you haven't thought of one, a hobby that you can start, I definitely recommend rock climbing or for me also is sewing. I want to, I've had a singer, sewing machine, uh, for almost a year now or over a year now, never used it. Uh, my wife and I inherited it and we, we tried to get it to work, didn't work. And ever, ever since we got it, I was like, wow, wouldn't it be cool for me to like make my own clothes or essentially, you know, make at least an outfit, you know, whatever that means. So if I just want a crappy t-shirt, some ugly ass jeans or shorts, you know, probably not any boxers, but you know, who knows? Maybe I can make socks. I don't know. Uh beanie. Whatever. But the whole point is to pick up a hobby, use my hands, be kind of creative, and, you know, if anything, save some money on a new shirt. But that's um I'm trying to remember what what type of uh in a uh in t- what type of wellness it is, but it's under my hashtag three sixty five experiment. I want to make one outfit. By the end of this year, while using uh, you know my sewing machine, and so I've already looked at like fabric. I've gone to Hobby Lobby and and uh, Joanne's. I I'm really weird. I I really want to do. Uh, I really want to use fabric that was made in the U.S. Uh, the actual cotton doesn't need to be made in the US, you know, it could be imported, but I just think the actual physical manual labor of creating the cloth, I really want it to be made from the US. Um, So yeah, so that's kind of a priority there. So that kind of makes it harder to find something that you like. But even uh, reupholstering, this is another thing, I know I'm ranting on this now, but even reupholstering this side kind of cushioned it's not an ottoman because it's got like a back to it but it's it's just like this long ottoman with like a thing that you can like rest your but your body on but my wife and I bought it from our neighbor for like 20 bucks and we just saw a lot of potential in the design and really quickly looked it up on YouTube saw that all you have to do is just take off the cloth by you know uh taking the different parts uh like unscrewing the different parts basically pulling out the staples because usually that's how they upholster things is they just staple it they they measure it out and make it all nice but then they just upholster uh, yeah, staple it together and then from there you just it's, it's pretty much just wood and foam and from there you put on your new fabric and so we've taken a few pictures of the fabric that we want to use and and i believe it was made in america it could be wrong but You know, you're going to pay, you're going to pay more money for something made in America. I actually found out my Bluer jeans. So Bluer is the company that uh, I buy my made in America jeans from. uh, And it's spelled B-L-U-E-R, I believe. Uh, But Bluer denim. I found out my jeans are like $200. Which is crazy. My wife bought them for uh, Christmas, I think. And, you know, I'm just on this kick. Like, I want to buy stuff made in America. And... I just, I see where the economy is going. I see where our country's going. And I really just want us to be more resourceful. I want us to teach more trades. And the best way I can do that is start investing in our country's economy that way. So anyways, uh, there was one other thing I was gonna say, and now I can't remember. Oh, I was just gonna say the sewing thing. I found, I actually found a Singer repair shop. So I might go there because we, we just can't get those, the machine to work. We can't, we don't know how to thread it and the bobbin. And I don't know, I I don't even know anything about it. I just know of the different terms and I know it needs to connect a certain way. And we don't, I couldn't figure it out. Even my wife couldn't figure it out. So we got to take it to a repair shop and have them do it. And then, uh, you know, I'm still trying to find someone to teach me how to sew, but I feel like once I get it working, if it's working, I could probably do my own. I could probably do an okay job. But uh, some friends of ours actually sew. So, so I've already hit them up and um, haven't really heard anything back. But funny story is uh went to a drag show. You guys know what a drag show is. They're pretty freaking awesome. And uh, these ladies, man, these ladies not only can lip sync and do a little dancing and do amazing makeup, but they also know how to sew. So, if I really have to, I will go to a drag show, meet a drag queen, and have them teach me how to sew. Like I'm, I'm at that point now. So if I really can't sew, I will, I will figure it out. Um, but I just, I don't think I'm going to go the traditional route of taking a class at a college or something. I don't know. I don't think that's me. I'd rather, I'd rather like build a relationship with someone and. And if I could help them financially, I'd rather do that than just pay for a class. So. But that's just me. All right. Number four, travel. The best way to gain knowledge as well as an appreciation for another culture is to experience it yourself. Wow, I never thought about that. Huh. That's like totally tripped me out because. Because I love to travel. I used to road trip a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And so for a long time, I never got out of the country. But ever since I got married, my wife and I cruise because she cruised all growing up. And granted, we, you know, sometimes when we go to port, we don't get off the boat. We we kind of, you know, go out on the deck, you know, do some sightseeing from the from the from the balconies and the, the top of the ship, do some panos but for the most part it's uh it's more so just us yeah it's more so just us enjoying being at port and eating a lot of food and the the ship's usually dead cuz everyone else is on land but uh but yeah also some places aren't as as safe and then also the weather could be shit so if the weather's shitty uh, we're not going to get off the boat It's just you know if it's raining like when we were in hawaii uh we there was a few days that it was just tropical, you know, tropical rain. But yeah, we weren't we weren't going to get off the boat, even though, you know, Hawaii is fine. It's safe. It's, you know, but uh, but travel. Huh. Cool. I'm going to make a mental note of that one. That way, when I can post stuff on QL's thing, it'll be like, hey, I'm doing intellectual wellness. But it's all about the culture. You got to remember the culture. So if you're not in in in. uh. Indulging in the culture if you're not including yourself in the culture, then you're not really doing the intellectual wellness side. And last but not least express your creative side by exploring different avenues of creativity and artistic expression. So I'm lucky because I I do have an artistic bone in my body But for some of us, you know, you may have never picked up an instrument picked up a paintbrush done anything where you had to use your hands to create something like sewing woodworking um you know I, I for some reason i thought of like like working on a car like auto body kind of shop stuff but that's not that's using your hands but it's just not creative so yeah the idea is just you know pursuing pursuing your your artistic side in a way that's you know you have a blank canvas whatever that canvas is it could be space from your ears the open air the silence and adding sound to that could
1: be a blank canvas on a wall or a painting you know canvas and uh yeah um but i think i think if uh if i pull back from just growing up and going to school you know they had band they had they had art class and i'm probably missing a few but yeah being creative
0: you have i mean you can even be creative in your career you can be creative in your family you know just thinking of different ideas for for things to do uh but i think it does it does need to tie in with the artistic side so maybe it's just working together to create something out of nothing um yeah but i guess music is the like one of the go-tos uh maybe it's writing poems maybe it's rapping
1: uh obviously playing an instrument writing songs yeah painting i don't know why i can't think of any other ones but just being artistic whatever that means to you uh yeah it could be
0: woodworking my buddy uh makes amazing i don't think i have my wallet yeah but my buddy makes wallets is freaking dope leather wallets they're amazing 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 um but yeah let's go to this last section i believe so intellectual wellness resources there is no single way to enhance your intellectual wellness intellectual wellness can be developed through a multitude of activities and below is a list of uc davis and outside organization resources to help you start your
1: route to intellectual wellness so They've just got a a couple different uh, craft center. That's cool. Yeah, anything from Michael's. (laughs) Go to Michael's, Joanne's, uh, Hobby Lobby. What other places are there? Michael's, Joanne, Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Any one of those places would be amazing to get to get your, uh, your intellectual
0: wellness on. So yeah, guys, appreciate everyone listening in. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to hear if this introduced any new types of, of intellectual wellness to you. Like I said, travel, never thought about that. So I'm excited about that. My wife and I really want to go to South Korea. So if we ever go, we're going to freaking just dive right into that um type of culture even though she's half korean we don't get the full load all the time and so that's going to be amazing one day whenever that is but also yeah the creative side artistic side very cool picking up other hobbies listening to podcasts like the one right here diversify listen to it as much as you can throw in one ear all that good stuff but Uh, yeah hope this added some value to you as always like subscribe comment reply share do whatever you can on Facebook Instagram Twitter LinkedIn Pinterest IGTV Twitch YouTube Reddit wherever you can find us and we'd love to hear from you and as always rate this freaking podcast we got to hear from you we got to hear we got to hear we got to hear we got to hear so please do it We love y'all and we'll see you next time.